You know, I was talking to a person the other day. They were complaining. Is oh God, why you know why do you want to live in Dallas? You've got all that, all that traffic, and it's just terrible. I said, well, you know, one of the nice things about a big city is you're two and a half, three hours away from any place in the United States of America. You got nonstop flights that go, you know, halfway around the world, and any sport you can imagine, professional, minor league, startup is here in this city. The Mavs and the Rangers and the Stars and the FC Dallas are all active right now, but there are lots of others. And some of this is is because of the Dallas Sports Commission. They recruit these teams. They find venues and um, do an awfully good job at it. The executive director of the Dallas Sports Commission is Monica Paul and joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Oh, thank you. This is a joy. I I can't wait. So is the – I can't imagine – I mean, just look at this season right now with everything that's active. And now, you know, the the Mavericks going into the playoffs to extend their season. My, are there any are there any empty venues in this city right now? No, I, David, there's been a big, uh, big shift here over the last year. That's for sure. Um, with the, the events that we've been hosting and then the success of our professional teams. And I think people just really wanting to get out and experience sport again, be together, uh, you know, be able to do things from a family standpoint. But um, really excited to be cheering on our Mavs here coming up, uh, I think, starting on Saturday. So exciting to see what they're doing. Obviously, FC Dallas is as well uh, doing, doing really good. And you know, we have some pretty exciting announcements coming up. So we just see a positive trajectory from a sports standpoint and uh, being able to continue to fill all of our great venues. But you guys are involved in everything. I mean, you had your hand in, in, in WrestleMania, which was such a hit the other day. Oh, yes. Another record setting, uh, you know, big event for us. Two days, over 156,000 uh, in attendance and estimated uh, over $200 million in economic impact. So, uh, you know, it's it's those big events that we like to secure on a very regular basis just to keep Dallas front and center and the top, you know, a top sports de- destination and really attracting visitors from all over the world. That WrestleMania was was very, very impactful. We saw some impressive stats coming out of that, but uh, we don't stop just there. You know, we, we focus on the uh, the amateur, the grassroots um, sporting events as well. Actually, this past weekend, we had not only uh, over 850 youth volleyball teams in town at the K. Bailey Hutchinson Convention Center, but our annual Dallas Cup, which is hundreds of international and national um, soccer teams, both at boys and girls divisions, and then professional women's volleyball out at Fair Park Coliseum, so uh, in Athletes Unlimited. So, uh, we, we've been very busy, but uh, very blessed also to live in the city and in the region that we are of uh, really s- take pride in hosting these types of events. Yeah, you can uh, always want to ensure that they're good. You can always find something to do around here. But uh, now you're the Dallas Sports Commission. And in fact, you have I'm, I'm, I'm jealous because uh, a good bit of the year you can walk out of your your office door and grab a corn dog if you want to because your office at Fair Park. But it can't just be Dallas because half of the things we've talked about are within the confines of Frisco or Plano or or Arlington or we can't forget about Fort Worth and all the great things that go on there. Yeah, absolutely. It it ensures that we have to work together as a region and as true partners from all of those cities with, you know, AT&T Stadium, Globe Life uh, Field, uh, Choctaw Stadium out at Arlington. Uh, Those are those are key venues for any major event that comes. You know, they got rugby. I got an invitation to to rugby at at, I guess at, at Choctaw. 
Yeah, the jackals. I haven't ha- actually been out there to see them. I was uh, at an event last Friday, and uh, they were actually practicing there. So I've got to get out to to see that. So uh, a lot of professional teams that you know call Arlington home. Even the Dallas Wings out at uh, UT Arlington. Uh, that's where they compete and where they practice. So there's a lot of key venues out there. Add in Frisco, uh, Toyota Stadium, and obviously the he- world headquarters of the Cowboys at the Star, and you know the downtown atmosphere of Dallas and what uh, Fair Park and American Airlines Center have to to provide to our landscape. MoneyGram from a youth soccer standpoint, and you know Dickies over in Fort Worth has been a a huge hit. Uh, yeah. a, a, you know another mechanism for them to be really strong. Those in, are the uh, sleepers sports. for me, Dickies. And also, I guess Toyota Stadium it is now in Frisco. I mean, I don't know how many bowls. We had the mayor on. I think they had like three bowls this year. I, was four, I think we have four bowls in, in so market uh, always in December with uh, one in Frisco, Fort Worth, one in Arlington, and one in Dallas over at SMU. So, uh, yeah, it's not just Friday Friday night lights here in, in DFW area. So, it's college as well. So what what do you think? Actually, you must know this because you have to justify your being. I'm, I know for funding periodically. What's the impact of sports, professional, amateur, all the way through on this community? What's the dollar impact, do you think? Well, over like a, for over the past five years, we're probably over two point to $2.4 billion in economic impact from a region standpoint. And that's really only events that we touch from a Dallas Sports Commission standpoint that we had uh, a hand in, in bringing into the city or, or to the region. Sometimes that doesn't there's a lot of events that we don't know about that are very beneficial for the city. Um, you know, even some of the professional teams, their overall games, the entire league, their entire season isn't calculated into that. So uh, over a five year, I mean, that's incorporating COVID year in there. So, you know, 2.2 billion, that's, that's not too shabby. No, it's, the <laughs> overall benefit tax benefits uh, to the city and to the residents. And I, I would guess you've got to kiss a few frogs uh, to, to get some princes popping up along the way. But I, Clark Hunt was on the show, I don't know, a few weeks ago and we were talking, he was very excited about the prospects for getting World Cup, at least some games here. You're, are you active in that? Oh, very, very active. Uh, it's the top of my bucket list. It's a thing that I wake up thinking about every morning and go to sleep thinking about every night. So uh, it would be a dream of mine to uh, be able to secure a World Cup for Dallas, Arlington, Fort Worth, the DFW, North Texas region. Um, the economic impact alone, but then, you know, it'd be an opportunity for us to really welcome the world. And there's so many other benefits outside of the economics and the media value of the legacy and opportunities for our youth right here. Uh, just once in a generation opportunity, maybe sometimes in a, a once in a lifetime opportunity to host a World Cup. But we're very, uh, I work with Dan and Clark uh, hand in hand on, on this opportunity to for a World Cup in 2026. And we really feel like we're in a strong place given the so many positive attributes that our region has from stadiums to airports, hotels, things to do. So economy. are you going after the, the, main, the whole shebang? I mean, because I, oh, I got the oh, sense yes. that we would get maybe some of the build-up games, but you're talking about the whole oh, thing. 
Oh no, I want uh, we want at least six matches minimum. We uh, have been very vocal that we want a finals, if not a finals, but a semifinals. And I kind of go back to no, but a finals is what we want. Uh, plus, you know, five six other matches. Uh, this is a thirty five day uh, event. Uh, it's 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 not like a, a one weekend that we're focused on. We're focused on a, a good thirty five two month period uh, from a World Cup standpoint. And not only that. Uh, the International Broadcast Center is something that we're very, you know, honed in on and, and right. been very vocal in working with FIFA. Dallas was fortunate to host in 1994 International Broadcast Center at Fair Park. You're talking about media from all over the world that fly into Dallas and uh, have the potential to be here from December all the way through the World Cup uh, to through the end of July. So they're living here. They essentially become residents of our city. Uh, so, so get to partake in all, all the fun things to do here locally, but then also hopefully writing a lot of positive stories and that broadcast coming to you the world cup coming to you from dallas texas every feed coming out of out of fair park that would that would that would be amazing that would be um, amazing. And I, so how many venues the, do you need for something like this how many game i mean you can't not not everything can be played in the july uh, air-conditioned comfort of AT&T Stadium, can it? <laughs> right. Well, uh, they're looking at 10 cities within the United States. Uh, they've already secured three, possibly two now uh, in Canada, three in Mexico. So there'll be a total, total of 80 World Cup matches in 2026. 60 of those will be in the United States. So looking at 10 cities, I mean, you're right. There are certain cities that are stadiums that don't have the roof, don't have the luxury of air conditioning, uh, you know, pretty much weatherproof uh, here. Uh, at well, AT&T Stadium. But, but, but if they're here, would everything be at AT&T Stadium? So all of the matches would be at AT&T Stadium. Ah. But, you know, we need training facilities, base camps. Yeah. You know, there, there are teams that come here, may train here for two months, uh, and then fly off to, if they're not playing at AT&T Stadium, fly to wherever they're uh, scheduled to play and then come back. So we've got about 11 different training facilities and base camps uh, from Toyota Stadium, Money Graham, SMU, Dallas Baptist, um, uh, University of Dallas, a, a lot of great facilities that we have that are high quality. Well, training I, pitches I, I was well. telling Clark, the, the, the Brazilian team uh, camped out at Green Hill School uh, the last yeah. time they were here. And it, it was a memorable experience. For, so, look, we're going to run out of time. You, you tease, though, you've got a couple of things in your back pocket that you're that you're working on that you're about ready to announce. Is that right? Well, I think tomorrow we're going to be announcing a mix tour, uh, who the opponent will be in May. Um, that's the uh, five-year, the end of a five-year deal. And, you know, hopefully we can expand upon that because Mexican national team, their home away from home is kind of, is Dallas. Uh, right. We're working on a future men's final four bid for 2028 to 2031, as well as a women's final four bid for those same years. Uh, and, you know, some people never know that we're, we're looking that far out. Uh, we're getting ready to host the uh, women's final four in 2023 and not only division one, but division two and three, and really hone in on that celebration of the 50th anniversary of title nine. Uh, rugby World Cup for 2031 is vast approaching. So World wow. Rugby should be making a decision at the end of May uh, in terms of uh, if the United States will be hosting that. And I think with our venues, uh, obviously the Jackals play a, a big role in that, uh, being our professional rugby team there. Uh, and just a, a lot of different opportunities, a, a 
uh, Women's World Rugby World Cup uh, as a potential for 2033. Uh, so, and you know, we always hope that another Super Bowl is coming right around the corner at some point as well. I think we're we're due from 2011. I think you're right. It makes it, it makes it a really exciting place to live. Monica Paul is executive director of the Dallas Sports Commission, and clearly you have your hands full. Thanks for taking a few minutes with us. Thank you, David, for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot for Barbara Conversation. Go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.